Hi, everybody, and welcome to the second archetype short this or this day. <laughs> this episode, we will be covering the mother archetype. And Reba, take it away. Take it away. To take it away. Oh my gosh, this one is runs deep for me. Like, uh, this archetype is not just about the mother. We are talking about feminine archetypes, but this can be also characterized as the caregiver. And as caregivers, as the thought of mothers, these also, as in all the archetypes, they have their strengths and their challenges. And a strength of a mother energy archetype is they're protective, they're nurturing, they're loving, they uh, are creative, they obviously uh, can bring, you know, bring life, not necessarily, I mean, that I don't think it has to be a specific characteristic of mother because you can be a mother without actually giving birth. Um, the challenges then, after all of that, uh, in that, like, I would say, I, I don't want to say ideal mother, but in, in a lot of societies, those are the mothers that we would like to be like, oh, this is, the great mother, or even thinking of mother earth as the all giver, right? Like she, she gives us everything that we need, but mother earth also has hurricanes, tornadoes, destruction, and, and those kinds of things. The same goes for mother energy in that there is also the terrible mother. And, and this is, that's not a word I came up with, but, um, Mothers who that, or this mother energy of when you become so self-sacrificing and whenever you're almost like we talked about being resentful of the the need and the all-consuming time that it takes to nurture something and bring it up to exist, you know, like mm -hmm. into the world. And when that means at the sacrifice of the self, at the sacrifice of you not living your life, you not using your creative energy. Um, and gosh, this is just one that when I became a mother really quickly after I feel like being a mate, you know, in the in maiden energy mostly. And at 23, it was like, oh, you're a mom now, which I had always related to that nurturing energy. This isn't also... I was still a nurturer before I was a mother. Mm -hmm. um, like I would be, I was caring of, you know, I always wanted to like help people out when they needed help. I wanted to take care of people. I, I wanted to, a lot of the time they're the friends that always have like the band-aids and they're the ones that are going to help you if you're throwing up or, you know, like they're the ones who it's just like that mother energy can be there way before there's children involved. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of leads us into the mother energy. And I know we both probably have feelings about both of this, about this energy. I have feelings of not enoughness when it comes to mother energy. I have, um, I was never an, a particularly nurturing person. Um, I still can't keep plants alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, your children I'm, are though my children are alive my dog is alive um but i, I mean, don't really that would discount 
Not that just that would discount you as a mother. <laughs> right. If your right. children were like for real. And I feel like I don't know. I just I wasn't that friend that took care of her other drunk friends. I wasn't the friend that had band-aids and ibuprofen for everybody or I I just I just never it's it's taken training for me to become and obviously something weird biologically weird but great biologically happens when you have a child and all of a sudden you're like I mean like I can I can remember where I was in the hospital room when like it shifted for me mm. when I shifted from being the maiden to being the mother and and really that that feeling of I'm in charge of somebody else now. It's not about me anymore. It's about, you know, it's not, it's not about who's going to come save me or what, what life is going to happen next. It's like, no, I'm, I need to be that person. I need to be the hero for this tiny little, little being that I have. So for me, the nurturing part didn't come until like after, after the, the kids were born. Well, and that's what is very, uh, interesting part of talking about mother energy is that societally it's put on us that we be, if you are a mother or caregiver, that this is, you're supposed to be all of these things, X, Y, Z. And if you don't have this unconditional love for your infant or child or thing that you're caring about, then there's something wrong. Right. And I think a lot of people deny those feelings because they're like, I I should be in love with this little creature that takes all of my fucking time and energy. And <laughs> the reality is that's not always true. Right. And at what point is that costly to us? I didn't take care of myself because I was first of all scared. Like, for, this goes back to me being sick. It was like, I have other things to take care of besides me going to the hospital and figuring my stuff out mm -hmm. and going to the doctor and getting a scope on my throat and doing all these things. It was like, I got to take care of my kids. I got like other things. I have to cook dinner. Like, right. I have shit to do. I have shit to do. So it was like this self-sacrificing and also being scared didn't serve me because I ultimately got sick. Mm -hmm. Um. So we see this mother energy in lots of stories in especially in if you look in the fairy tales where there's an evil stepmother and there's mm -hmm. also like the the godmother who comes and saves you right right and and how can we be okay not being fully in this like mother archetype, even though we are mothers physically. What does that mean for being a mother? And do we give ourselves, like you you're saying, like, I don't feel like enough of a mother. Right. Um, I feel like I should probably be more in the archetype than I, than I am. Yeah. And at different parts of our lives, like, <laughs> is that more important when our kids are really young or is that more important when our kids are really old? Right. You know, or when they need or do we shift that into being a mentor when they start having kids or whenever they get a little older to really 
you know, they fly the coop, right? Or whatever. I don't know what that would be called. Um, so we need nurturers. We need caregivers. And some of us are naturally more inclined to do so. Um, again, we all have this innate within us, whether you're, you know, whatever gender you are. Um, someone just told me a story about her brother and her brother is like super masculine guy, I guess you would say. And they went skiing and she had never gone skiing for before and they went on the bunny hill and he's like okay we we got this down we kind of did all these things and now let's go down the green slope you know and she's like she refused to do this she was like i'm not she got up there and she's like i'm not going down she was like scooting down on her butt and crying the whole way can i just ride the lift back down oh i really gosh. changed i changed my mind i don't want to do this but he in this masculine element is like, you can do this. He's encouraging her. He's, he's like, you can do this and come on, get up. You can do this. And so finally they're almost, they can see the end of the hill. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go down. I can see the hill and you can either come with me or I'm going to, you know, I'm leaving you. Like, I know you can do this. So bye. And she felt like he was the hero in her story, but he was a lot of things in that story. He was a nurturer. He was a caregiver, right? Like he's pumping her up. He's telling her she's awesome. Like she can do this. And he's protecting her like a mother caregiver. He's mm -hmm. showing her the way. And then he was like, you know what? You're going to just have to fly. <laughs> like, go do I've this. I've done everything I can do. Be free. <laughs> Be free. And and not only that, but I believe in you that you're going to make it down this hill and that you're going to be okay. And I'll be here at the bottom and I'll be watching you the whole way. Yeah. And so in that, he was mentoring her. He was still the sage. He was the mother. He was the the hero. Mm -hmm. And all in one story, in all in one afternoon. <sighs> and <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but those stories happen for happen to all of us in our lives and those people play those roles and we play those roles. So just because you don't necessarily think you have the one with the Advil, maybe your strength is mostly being the huntress or the queen or the sage. I don't really know which one it is actually. Like it may vary. Mm -hmm. And how can we tap more into that mother in an authentic way that feels good to you? Like, how right. can you be nurturing to your children in a way that feels like this is how I need to express it. This is how I want to express this nurturing. And that nurturing mm -hmm. might look different for other pe different people. And not only that, he may, your kids may get that nurturing in different ways from uh, various people in your life. Right. And that kind of goes into love languages, which... Mm -hmm. There's already been a book. You guys can read the book. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna do love language shorts. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of could because not we everyone could. knows yeah, we it, actually. Um, but I think that's, you know, like one of my kids responds really well to the. Okay, I've showed you everything that I can. You're on your own. And then mm -hmm. one of my other kids is like, no, 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 no. You can't do that to me. But I'm more of a, 
I'm kind of like the the guy in that story, like, okay, I've done I've done all I can do. And so I don't lose my patience. I'm gonna go sit down at the bottom of the hill <laughs> and I'm gonna wait for you. I did that to my one of my twins. We were at a place with a water slide and he wanted to go down it so bad, but he was so scared. And I'd seriously given him like a 30 minute pep talk. We're at the top of this tower. It's a it's a small little water slide, but these people are just going past us and going past us. I'm starting to see the same people like two or three times. <laughs> and finally I'm like, okay. And I just probably, probably shouldn't have done this, <laughs> but I pick <laughs> him up and I put him on my lap and I just like go down the slide before he can even protest. And the whole way down, he's like, ah, and then he's like, ah, and by the time we reach the bottom, he's like, let's do it again. And I'm like, I told you, you would love it. <laughs> yes. But yes. I that that story reminded me of kind of my own parenting style where- Okay, I've showed you how it works. I've given you the pep talk. Your choice, but just make one. <laughs> yeah. Just make well, a choice. Like, I'm here either way, but just make a choice. Right. But like we said, like Mother Earth, and it, we are not just... The, the reason that those are strengths and challenges is that if you maybe went right into like, we're just going down this, like that may be not serving for your child, but it might be, who knows? Um, Because we're all different. But you nurtured, then you were like, okay, the tornado's coming. Like, <laughs> we're just going. Mom tornado's here. Let's go. Mom tornado is here. <laughs> um, so that's the other piece, right? Like, just like we were talking about, the mother has energies that are strengths and challenges. And if we're so self, like, so self, -accom like we accommodate everyone, or if we're always like at the needs of everyone else, where are we still nurturing ourselves? Are we being a mother to ourselves? Are we taking care of ourselves and, and finding the balance in that? And I, I, I do like to think of like, where am I at right now? And I would like to ask everyone else to even just think, where are you at in the, with the mother archetype right now? Are you overly self-sacrificing are you you know is it all consuming are you only in that archetype right now and if so how can you bring that balance in how can you go be a huntress and be like this is what i want to do and feel a little independence in like your own life how can you be creative energy of the maiden um like where I know you already alluded to kind of where you're at, where you're like, I'm, I don't feel like enough of a, the mother energy, maybe. Or maybe you're not recognizing what that mother energy that you actually do have. And what is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more of what it is. I think it's recognizing that maybe my energy doesn't fit what society tells me it should be, but that it's still it's still mine and it's still a motherly sentiment, but it just doesn't look like the way I've, the way I've been told it should, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's not really that, it's not really that I am suffering from not enoughness because I feel like not enoughness is, is a product of your own belief of yourself or the beliefs of others that you've adopted. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, I, I say it every day to myself that I am enough, <laughs> but I think it's recognizing that just because that mom energy doesn't look like Sally Supermom over here with the fucking Yeti cooler full of snacks in the carpool line, that doesn't make me less of a great mom. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not Sally. <laughs> yeah. And recognizing our strengths and being like, this is how I nurture. I don't, I'm also not necessarily the mom who's going to have the snack. Maybe once in a while I'll have the snacks and that's how I nurture. But I nurture in a different way than others may nurture. Mm -hmm. And we need all of those nurturing things. And also like, I appreciate those moms because when those moms nurture their own kids and my, it's like, thank you. Yeah. Like, because then I can bring some more of my huntress energy and or queen energy. And I don't have to feel. I feel like then it kind of brings it into a worldly balance, balance, a community balance. Community, of, yeah. If we we're all mothering all the time and all had the snacks, it would be like, OK, <laughs> that's enough snacks. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Like we need the nurturers, the cheer on, you know, cheering you on on the sideline. Like, oh man, we could talk about this archetype, I think for a while, but yeah, for sure. Where are you at in this archetype? And, and, you know, just use this as a point of reference. And hopefully as we go along, some of these other archetypes might help you pull you out of the mother um, energy a little bit more or be like, how can I balance this? So as we go move along. Yeah, I'm excited to see what other archetypes I am slash have been slash will be all in one day. All in one day. <laughs> all in one day. Maybe one, maybe one trip down the slopes. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's uh, do we have anything else about the I mean, we, we really could do a whole episode on we this. Really one, but but we'll but keep it short it. because our next one is the lover. I think we're doing the lover. All right, well, we'll see you guys on the next Archetype Short.